This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Foundations, a weekly programme brought to you by the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Hello, I'm Esther Smith. Last week on Foundations, we considered the return of Jesus, an event that is bound to be terrifying. However, Christians actually look forward to this event and they want to be ready for Jesus to return. Here's Hendrik to talk about this further. The end of the world as we know it. I talked about this on last week's program. Things are not always going to be the same as they are now. And I'm not just talking about the changes that come as we grow older, or as technology advances. There is coming a time when the structure of the universe as we experience it now it's going to fundamentally change. We can't even imagine all the ways in which the world will be different. The alterations will be that radical. When will this change happen? When Jesus Christ returns to earth. He is right now in heaven, but he's going to be coming back at the end of history as we know it. The Christian looks forward to that event. The Christian prays the short prayer found in the Bible in the Revelation 22 verse 20. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Really? Why? After all, the Bible makes it quite clear that that event is going to bring about judgment. We will be called to task for all the bad things we have done. Even the bad things we didn't realize we were doing. Even the tiniest thought that wasn't so good. It doesn't sound pleasant. But the thing is, the Bible talks about how the Christian can have confidence on the day of judgment, the day when Christ returns. As we read in 1 John 4, verse 17 to 18, we will have confidence on the day of judgment, because in this world we are like him. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Believers will have confidence on the day of judgment because God lives in them. His love lives in them. Consider also Jude 1 verse 24 and 25. After writing much of this very brief Bible book about the destruction that will happen to the godless, Jude writes to finish off his letter. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God our Saviour be glory, majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Now this is quite a statement. We can be kept from falling and we can be presented before the glorious presence of God without fault. But elsewhere the Bible talks about how there is no one without fault. No one is perfect, except God himself. So how can anyone be presented before God without fault? 
Well, you need to remember that Jesus Christ, the one who is coming back to judge the living and the dead, happens to be the same one who died on the cross for the purpose of paying for the sins of his followers. The one who is going to come back to judge the living and the dead, the one who will judge all men for their sins, is the same one who won forgiveness of sins for everyone who believes in him. The one who will be judged is the same one who is the Savior. And for the believer, it's like being in a court of law where the judge also happens to be the lawyer who is defending you, who wants to see to it that you get off. There shouldn't be much doubt as to the outcome, should there? You might say that the whole judgment procedure has been rigged. Those who have Jesus Christ as their Savior, they will be found to be not guilty. Not guilty. That is the verdict at the ultimate judgment for everyone who believes in Jesus. Oh, to be sure, they are not found not guilty based on their own merit. If it depended on our own merit, there would be no hope. Everyone should be found guilty. Guilty of sinning against God. Guilty of deserving His anger. But our being found not guilty doesn't depend on us. It depends on the merit of Jesus Christ, who died in order that his followers might have their sins washed away. And so what happens to them? Well, after the judgment, believers will live forever. They will never again experience pain or hunger or suffering or death. They will only know the true joy of worshipping the Lord for all eternity. Every tear will be wiped away. Now what exactly this living forever is going to be like, we cannot know. We do know that it is going to be perfect. And we do know that it is going to last forever. What a day that will be when Christ comes back to take his people with him to heaven. And you know, the great thing is, if you do believe the truth of the Bible, if you do desire to live for the one true God of the Bible, as one of his followers, you can be sure that you're going to heaven. As we read from Romans chapter 8, If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate Christ from his true followers. If God has saved us, nothing can stop us from being saved. This is why knowing that Christ will come back can be very comforting for Christians. They know that nothing can separate them from God's love. They know that there is hope, that this sad world is not all that there is. And they look forward to a time of perfect and pure life for all eternity. One thing should be noted, however. Knowing that Christ will return should not be a comfort to those who are unbelievers or hypocrites. 
those who refuse to repent of their sins, to those who refuse to submit completely to God, to those who have no interest in obeying God, knowing that Christ will return can only be a source of fear and trembling. Because the anger of God, which will be revealed on that day, will be a horrible thing. To such people, the thought of Jesus coming back serves as a warning. Repent. Repent and believe. Repent of your sins. And know that the Lord will forgive all who truly bow before Him in humble submission. Repent before it is too late. Do you believe in God and serve Him? Do you repent of your sins, seeking your salvation in Jesus Christ alone? If not, know that Jesus Christ will come and He will bring judgment. When Christ returns, there will be no escape. But for those who believe, there is comfort. Thanks be to God that He comforts His people with the knowledge of the eternal joy which awaits them. Thanks be to God we can be presented before Him blameless. Thanks be to God, Jesus Christ will come back. You're listening to Foundations on Plains FM 96.9. Today you've heard Hendrik Barker reading edited material written by Reverend Jim Klausinger. God is often referred to as three persons. God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. We have recently considered the person of God the Son, that is, Jesus, in some detail. Next week we'll consider the Holy Spirit. Who is he? And what does he do? Please join us for this next Sunday at 10am or 10.30pm. Until then, on behalf of the Foundation's team, goodbye. You can contact the Foundation's team by sending an email to foundationsonplains at gmail.com. Join us for worship on Sunday at the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Our services are at 10.30am and 5pm at 63 Cornwall Street. Mm-hmm.